the Our Secret Spot podcast. Your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Our Secret Spot podcast. Or if you could see Lawrence right now, he's spreading his arms like an eagle, thinking he's God. I'm stretching. <laughs> or is it, it's our secret spot, the podcast. Yeah, let's yes. get let's get the title right. Well, you're the one saying it. I know, I'm terrible. Mm. <laughs> it's all right. First time for everything. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and I'm Jess, and we are the owners and founders of our secret spot, which is a swingers club in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. We are currently inside this swingers club. Yes, we record most of our podcasts inside of the club. Yeah, which is fun. Doesn't have the best acoustics. It's not really set up for podcast recording, <laughs> but whatever, we'll make do. It's fine. It's dark and dingy like a studio. That is also true. Yeah, and there is a red light that goes on and off that you can tell we're on air, kind of thing. <laughs> the thing that's beaming in our face. No, no, no. The, the red light by the lounges at the on the bar. Oh, okay. The bar. You yeah, know, you can put that on. on air. <laughs> do not come in. Recording oh, in progress. Recording in progress. Why are you rubbing your head? Oh, I was. Um, I drank the coffee too quickly. Oh. <laughs> it started to go to my eyeballs. Oh. I thought the banter was doing your head in. No, 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 no. We haven't got that far yet. It's no. only been a minute. It's only been one minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into Lawrence's favourite part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that part of the podcast? You tell me, Jess. What's my favourite part of the podcast? Your story time. Story time is good time. Yeah. No, story time is like reliving the lives. It is. That's part of, that's the whole reason why we started this podcast. It is. So we could relive the stories that we see month to month, week to week, whatever. Day to day. Because eventually we're <laughs> going to forget these things when we're old and grey, if we make what? it that far. Talk for yourself. This girl's never getting grey. You're not getting old either? You plan on dying? Oh, no, no. I am old. I'm 100% old. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely got old. Still in her 20s, she thinks she's old, everyone. Oh, my God. Just calm for a couple your, months. Calm yourself. A couple months and then it's a big 3-0. Oh, that's right. It is too. What are you going to do for that? Um, I'm having a house party. Fair enough. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm. <laughs> 30 people for 30. I thought that was funny. <laughs> wow. What if one person goes, oh, can oh, I come? No, 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 you're 31. That's enough. No, I literally was like, there is 30 people sitting in the house with me for my 30th. 30 people for 30. Yeah. And we're having a pick on the spit. And so no one can be a, bring a plus one? What if there's like, oh. Well, no, we can have like, a, like having a day party, like just a day session, but only 30 people can stay with me. Because only 30 people are allowed to that's, enjoy that's my That's very, 30th. very specific and <laughs> very controlling. <laughs> it's fine. I easily fit 30 people. It's all good. Mm. <laughs> but enough about me. Let's talk about the club. Yeah. Well, we got to start with you because I've only got one story. Okay, cool. So if you're going to go your story, my story, my, uh, your story. Yes. So I'm going to take us back to the beginning of the month. And take us into Mardi Gras season. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Man, it feels, why does it feel like that was forever ago? I think because we had kind of like the build up in February for Mardi Gras. Like we had the fair day and then we had the week before, which was kind of like set up and prep days. Mm. Um, so I feel like Mardi Gras was stretched over three weeks, but mainly in February because Mardi Gras was on the 5th of March. So, oh no, the 4th of March, sorry. 4th of March. Was um, it the 4th of March? Yeah, it's always the first weekend yeah, of the month, right? Yeah, Saturday. Um, and I. So I didn't work the um, the gay event on the Friday, um, but we had our wonderful trip and Lorraine do that. Um, but I worked Mardi Gras. Was it a gay event or was it? Yeah, it was a um, boys does. Oh no, it was it was a combined gay. It was a combined event. event. Does your mother know? Yeah. That's right. D Y M K. Yes. So it was a combined. Dimk. 
I call it gimp. Oh, that's right, because we had re, um, we had Rita work that one for us. Mm. Yes, so that was wonderful. So we had those beautiful staff members do that. Um, and that event, I've seen pictures because we had the amazing Roberto come through um, and take pictures. They look amazing. It's like... Who's Roberto? Roberto, the photographer that does all of our stuff for our birthday parties. I know who he is, but... The Roberto Duran. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Do you not know him? Um, we'll, we'll link him somehow into this later. Um, but... Basically, um, so they had that event and then we, I, I ran the Mardi Gras event with our kids um, and the amount of just colour and glitter on everyone's face was just like, I, I felt like I was in the Mardi Gras parade. The, gl- the cleanest nightmare. Yes, yes, yes. It was the... It, Filth it, wizards it, everywhere. It, it was the LGBTQ dream but it was, yes. it was <laughs> the cleanest yeah. nightmare everyone dressed up to the nines or dressed down essentially in all of their glitter and their glam um but it was there was a lot of glitter like just a lot of glitter going on so my story is kind of based around this glitter because i was trying to work out who went down on who when mm. these two chicks came to the bar to get some drinks. Oh, is this, this going <laughs> to explain how the glitter got on the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I was going to explain how the glitter got around the girls. There was a poof. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of. Um, because I saw both of them with very big grins when they came down. And they'd only just met that night. So I know one of them who comes regularly to another event here at OSS. Sorry, can you – it's two women you were talking about? Two women, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Um, and then there was another woman here who comes – Kind of on occasion, I've seen her here and there, um, but she identifies um, as a they. So, they and her. Did you say she identifies as a they? Yeah. Not they identify as they. They identify <laughs> as a they. You can edit that out for me. Please. No, no, we give it that. It's oh gold. <laughs> I'm so bad with pronouns, guys. I'm really sorry. Um, everyone knows I'm, I'm, I try. I try really hard. Okay. Um, so, they identify as a they. Um and they and her decided they wanted to go downstairs to play. Okay. Um, and they were asking for recommendations. They're like, where is it best for us to 69? And I was like, oh, I think the massage table. And they're like, oh, it's full. I'm like, mm, maybe the couches? I was like trying to, because they wanted to go specifically to the dungeon room. Oh, and I was uh, like, okay, okay um, the couches maybe. And they're like, oh, people are sitting there talking. And I was like, this could be hard to do. Yeah. But on the straddle like little bench, the blue straddle bench. The the fuck bench thing. The fuck bench, yeah. yeah. I was like, you could probably make it work. Yeah, absolutely. But it would just be a little bit of like One holding person on. is lying flat on their yeah. back and the other person's kind of standing yes. over them. But so they'd have to be quite tall. Um, the person standing would have to be yeah, fairly they're, tall. They're tall. They're tallish. They're like, to they're get their genitals in line. <laughs> with the. Yeah. Yeah, look, it... It seemed to work because that's where they went. So they went downstairs. They went to go play on there. Um, One of them came up for a quick water break covered in glitter over her face. And I was like, like, gosh, she didn't have glitter when she went down. I was like, oh, it's okay. Whatever. Um, Anyway. I'm thinking like the the image that that conjured in my mind was in How I Met Your Mother. You know, when uh, they're at the strip club and they're talking about like uh, getting lap dance and, and something. And they go, where's Barney? And then <laughs> Barney turns around and he's got like a face full of silver glitter. Like he's obviously just been motorboating someone it, for, it for a long time. It was pretty similar. Like um, she, sorry, it was a she. She had this beautiful big long cat eyes. Like she does exceptional makeup. 
But those cat eyes started going up towards her head with a whole ton of glitter. So it was kind of like near her mouth, but not entirely. So it was like two butt cheeks must have been pressed against her face. Two butt cheeks. Well, this is this, this is, is the thing. I'm, like, where I'm was the glitter when, so on the, the other person's body? I'll get to that in a sec because oh, okay. it wasn't Sorry, on her it. butt at all. So it gets interesting. So essentially, she's gone back down to go and continue the play session. Um, and then they both come back upstairs. Now, one of them has glitter all across their chest, had. And mm. then the other one had glitter in between, like, the thighs. So it was kind of like she called it um, bedazzling or something, bejeweling or something, like bejeweling of the vagina. Vajazzling. Like, vajazzling, thank you. Um, Man, that was like – <laughs> Early 2000s, right? Yes. Jazzling, that, that, um, that craze? Yeah, so she basically had it and it wrapped around kind of like a snake. So the snake head was down at the vagina and then it sort of had like this little snake bit that went up here. So she'd made it like a, a Mardi Gras snake. Right. Um, and that snake just looked like a, a blur now. Um, but one of them had glitter on her forehead and the other one had glitter on her mouth. So if you put them together, it looked like a big glitter like circle. And I was like, you guys had fun. And they're like, yeah, we uh, yeah, we just need like 20 minutes to just sit down for a bit. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, do we want some makeup wipes for the glitter? And they're like, oh, no, we, we're probably going to fuck this up even more. Yeah. Um, it's a badge of honor at that point. Well, by the end of the night, glitter was just fucking everywhere. But um, they, it was interesting to just see them come back and forth so many times with – I don't want to say like shit eating grins, but they were like super happy about everything. Glitter eating grins. Glitter eating grins. And they every time they came back, there was like glitter in a new spot or like color in a new spot. Like it was just, I don't know, it was like playing um, the game where it's like uh, you got to touch all the colors. Twister. And it's oh, yeah. like, twist, you never know what you're going to get next. Like they just come up and then be like, I don't know, like a red lipstick mark here or like green glitter here. Because it was all colorful glitter. It wasn't just silver. Mm. So it'd be like green glitter on her head and then blue glitter on her boob. And I was like, holy fuck, what's happening? Mm-hmm. It was just one of those, like, it was just like awesomely weird to see. It was, yeah. just, it was just good. It was just a new mm-hmm. way for two girls to play and figure out how to play Twister. Yeah. My recommendation to them was like, where can we 69? It's just like, well, I want to see some work being put in. You've got to do it on the A-frame. So someone's <laughs> got to hold someone. <laughs> Fuck! Don't listen to Lawrence. He obviously <laughs> would be the one standing. So. Well, if it's like, well, if it's not on the, it's not on the bench, not on the massage table, it's not on the couches. You've got one other apparatus left. True. I mean, apart from the floor. But it was quite a full event, which is why I think they wanted to go downstairs to the dungeon because all mm. the beds were pretty much from about nine o'clock onwards packed. Yeah. Um, How was the Mardi Gras party overall? Because I wasn't here for that one. It was actually quite lovely. It was a very loving crowd, like mm. a very. Very femme-dominant crowd, I must say. Okay. Um, femme in both men and women. Yeah. I just felt like there was a lot of strong female energies coming through. And I, I think it made Big the pussy night, energy. Yeah. I think it just made the event much more caring as well. Like, even though there was glitter fucking everywhere, it was just... I don't know. It just felt really lovely. It, it was just a lovely event. Okay. Like I felt like I was in the Mardi Gras parade. Like, you know, everyone was sort of cheering people on. People were very encouraging of things that were happening. Like it just, it felt good. And it's like something that I don't find swingers are very used to doing, like Mardi Gras events. We don't really, because I think we, as swingers, a lot of swingers don't really attend a lot of Mardi Gras or buy events because it's more for those, the category of people who are identifying as bi. Mm. Do you find that? 
I don't know. I think we're getting like more into that knowledge of wanting to come into these events, but I think Mardi Gras is definitely becoming a more uh, mainstream event. Yeah. Even though, like, the theme of Sydney's Mardi Gras is the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. That's what it, you know. That's what it was known known as, right? Yeah. Um, but there's definitely like there's there's definitely from from when I remember when I was younger to to what it is now way more people would go to that and use it as an excuse for partying, um, you know. So I think there's a lot more acceptance. So, I mean, I, it's hard to say as well. I think a lot of the people that we know and that we uh, socialise with either attend or do something revolving around Mardi Gras on that night. So yeah. my, my, my sample size is most of the swingers that I know would be involved in Mardi Gras in some way, shape or form. Yeah, that's fair. I think most of my swingers that I knew didn't know what to do. But my mm. a lot of mine are coming from like a newer side and a newer crowd. Like mm. a, f- a few of them were like, oh, we, you know, it's their day. So I don't want to in, like impose on their day. Like I want to help celebrate, but I don't want to, you know. Yeah, but even that's enough. Well, yeah, like celebrating definitely, but not. Yeah, I don't, I don't, know I don't think saying. anyone could chip you for wanting to celebrate with them. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. The gays do know how to party. This is true. Because <laughs> I did go to a Sunday day event, you know, just Puffed Mardi. Ah, uh, no, 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 um, extra dirty. Ah. I went to extra dirty and it was fucking extra dirty. Mm. It was heavy, heavy dance beats. And I think I was wearing the most clothes and I had a see-through mesh, like, play suit and boots on. <laughs> um, it was, was everyone just wearing a Milo can over their shoulders? <laughs> No, so I had gone with Dick, my best friend, and we. It was a ticket that he bought me, and it was it was awesome. So it was like the four of us because we went with the Deviants as well. Um, and then Jamie was there. It was everyone was like it was like you could tell the group, <laughs> and then you could tell everyone else that had been here for extra dirty. So it was like your little vanilla-y group, which is weird because none of us are vanilla, mm. but it was like we stood out like a vanilla group. Yeah, right. Um, but it was it was so, so good. Um, I got my fan out because it's always a thousand degrees and I was fanning myself and then I found my little gay group boys and it was great. Mm. Um, but, I, you know, I, by midnight it was pizza time and bedtime. Yeah. I was very much over it. <laughs> very good. But what about you? That was my Mardi Gras weekend. What happened for you? I worked and I was here for... A couple of events, Little Black Dress, but I spoke about that last podcast. Mm-hmm. That was Little Black Dress this month was quite similar to uh, the previous months. <laughs> you have this like weird smile on where it's like, I think you're trying to think about the event, but now you're just smiling about the event. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so if you want to hear similar <laughs> thoughts to this month's Little Black Dress, go back to last month's <laughs> podcast and listen to that one. It's normally easier to speak when your smile's not so strong. Sorry. I'll be serious. <laughs> okay. Lawrence likes Little Black Dresses, obviously. Yeah. And the other night was Newbie Night, I mean, which we talk about a lot, but we hold, we hold them. We uh, hold we, two a month. We usually hold two a month. I think we only did one this month, though, right? We did because of um, Mardi Gras took over this one. Yeah. Uh, so that was a really enjoyable evening. Obviously, we started off with the, the talk that we do, you and I, Jess. Uh, yes. That gets people in the door early and we can... <gasps> we used microphones this time. I know. We didn't yell at them. Oh, well, I them. didn't yell at them. Lawrence yeah. made me use a microphone. Wasn't it better? No. It was so much better. I find it so difficult. Like, I've got... I project my voice as it is naturally and I, I feel very, unco- like, uncomfortable and unconfident. 
with but a you microphone can talk in front of at me. the level you are now, just with a microphone near your mouth, and it just that little bit just gets. I think it's because I get in my own head because I'm already scared of public speaking as it is. Yeah. So it's like when I have to get up on there and I have a microphone, it makes it a bit more definite. Whereas if I'm just screaming and talking, I'm like, hey, guys, come on, like get in here. I noticed that you still had to yell at them to get them to come down to the area that we give the talk. Yeah. Right. But they all came down and they love me. They do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, so that was a, a great start. Uh, we The party was really full. And what I liked about this, there's no actual particular story that um, that I'm going to recall uh, that um, stood out to me, but it's just more about the vibe of this particular New Year night. Because sometimes, you know how we talk about a lot, uh, where mm. the the night has sort of three distinct phases where people come in, they're doing the drinking, the dancing, talking and whatnot uh, on the ground level, and then maybe two, two and a half hours into the evening, everyone's in the play areas, either upstairs or downstairs, mostly upstairs. Yeah, especially in newbie night, mostly upstairs. Yeah, it's almost... 80, 20. It's almost no one's down on the ground level. And if you walk in, and people do come in at that time and look in behind the ground, they go, no one's here. <laughs> you said it was sold out. It is. <laughs> go upstairs. Oh um, but for this particular newbie night, there was... It was, I mean, it's just as busy as all our other newbie nights, but for, for whatever reason, there was a very even disbursement of the crowd throughout the entire club for the entire night. I did also find, though, oh, sorry to butt in, um, the, when we were doing the newbie talk, there was a large amount of people who had been to a newbie night before. No. Yes, there was only two or three couples at that point. And no. by the end of the night, well, by the time most people were in, there was probably only about five or six couples versus... Still, that's more than we normally have. Yeah, but versus the... Versus the newbies, yeah, true. It versus but it only the, takes one or two regulars who know how to get a party started. To get the, the, it. Yeah, that's true. But by the time... But but this... But I'm saying there's probably like 95% newbies on that night versus, you know, returning yeah, that's um, true. couples. So for whatever reason, there was, you know, people who were just happy doing their own thing, uh, doing different stuff throughout the evening, not just com- completely uh, fixated on play. Uh, sexual play that is so you know uh, downstairs throughout the entire evening there was a there was a crowd down here and it wasn't always the same crowd it did change uh people were playing pool or there was a lot of people on the couches talking there was a there was a lot of people dancing and pole dancing i think that's actually what helps is when there's a couple of pole dancers um i find a lot more pole dancers are coming to the club now too. yeah women or men who can actually they have tri- <laughs> they have tricks to show off and they want to mm. show off um it's impressive and when it happens because even us as staff members want to come down and watch. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, yay!" Yeah, and people people were loving it, and then, then just yeah. there's a crowd around, and the the music was uh, getting people dancing. So I'm going to use that playlist again. Although, oh my god, I still had someone at the end of the night going, "I didn't think the music was was what I was expecting." And that's why sexy. you put on a different voice because it was so sort weird. of like I could never win. Like I put on something, put on EDM. People go, "Oh, I want R and B." Put on R and B. What did oh, you put on this time? It was um, more. It was. It was like sexy R and B dance music. So, but oh, it, was it the one that the booster hits? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's really good, right? Because it's got a lot of uh, hits from like the two thousands and twenty tens, um, and some of them are a bit of the remix as well. So it gets it's not quite the original. Um, and you know, for the most part, people were dancing. So, but music obviously is such a personal thing. <laughs> you can't please everyone. No, you can't please everyone. You know, if you can please. 
the percentage of the crowd were Yeah, I and mean, looking around at how many people were dancing and enjoying themselves on the pole and around the dance floor. I'm well, like, that I playlist is the playlist that I put on when I come into the club to do some club stuff. Ah. So, boost, I think it's like booster hits or like booster R&B or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I it, play those because there's always the first one's like, yeah, ladies. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's hip shaking music. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes into like, it's all like Kelly Rowland and like old school stuff. And there's like mm. Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Is it Furtado? For not? Furtado. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that one, the one song that she had was a hit. I was like, fuck, this is a cool album. Yeah. Yeah, it's my dance music while I'm here by myself. So yeah. Everyone gets to listen to it. And then going downstairs, there was a lot of people downstairs, people using the toys out of the cabinet. And Ooh, every time I we went had around. We a toy sale on that night too. We did. Yes. Yeah. Somebody was using one of the vibrators. The little bullet vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how that went, people. <laughs> and then upstairs was just packed every time i went up there there was heaps of people in the uh, orgy room the private rooms are always uh closed or being used and it was bang 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 and bang yeah it was awesome it was awesome to see that uh people were just enjoying the entire club wow that weekend was a full weekend though that was a hectic weekend because we had the gang bang the next night Mm. tell me about the gang bang. (laughs) Um, again i missed that event Yes. Um, look, the gang bang. Well, yeah, three C's. Three C's. It was, it was very much, it was a wonderful crowd, I must say. It was such a great, smooth, relaxed, chilled crowd. But it was very different to most of our gang bangs that we normally have. It was more, I don't know, it felt more sensual. This was a sensual gang bang. Not it's a not often what you you hear. Not, not a dirty gangbang. This was sensual, and I found there was a lot of I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking maybe because we put it on a Sunday and we put it during the day. It was a little bit more of the buy side of a gangbang, which is strange because I don't think I've ever gone to a gangbang and then other guys are interacting with other guys. Yeah, so, so much. Yeah, um, and I mean it was so not a bad thing at all, at all because it's sort of kind of. You know when you just have, you have extra chicks for fluffers? This time it was guy fluffers. <laughs> and it's, I don't know why, but it really worked well. Like everyone was having such a great time. And it's like pretty much all the chicks, all the single chicks that had come, a lot of the single chicks I've never met before, like 90% of the crowd, I did not know. I've never met. And it's I was having this conversation with Trip as well where – Everyone that comes to the gangbangs, anyone that does a gangbang, is normally not the crowd that comes to like a newbie night or a masquerade yeah. night. They're a very different crowd because it's a very different type of event. Yeah, it can be full on. Yeah, so I, you know, I pretty much, like I've met most of them before for the other gangbangs, but that's about it. Um, but I just felt like this crowd had just been a little bit different this time. And it, I mean, it was great and it was on a Sunday and we still had 80 people come. So it was a, a really good Sunday and I think... 80 was that nice number two for people. 80 people? 80 people. How many women? 10 or 11. Fucking hell. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I think it was 11 and I think 50% of that was like part of couples. Right. Um, a, lot of, a, a lot of the single women that did come, uh, did pay for tickets didn't come. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's maybe because it was a day event and they mm. went out partying Saturday and they were like, I'm not getting up for two o'clock to get fucked. I don't, like, I don't know what it is. I think we probably will put a three C's back to a Friday yep. because it, it feels more of a Friday event. And I might keep my Saturday, my Sunday event, sorry, to something a bit more like central, like buy events and my club fees and stuff. Mm. Um, but 
it was look there was a really lovely moment where i'd gone up to do a cup check these are normally the only times i do cup checks um and i went upstairs and there was one table of one table (laughs) one bed of men playing one bed of men and two women and another uh, another bed right at the back so the orgy bed right at the back where it was one woman on each bed and covered with men so it was like this like surreal world where it's like you could pick a different show Mm. And it was awesome. Mm. And I, you know, everyone was moaning, groaning and having a great time. And it, there was not a single issue with any of the guys or any of the girls. Like nobody caused riff or raff or, you know, there was not enough testosterone in the room and they were like, fuck off. I want to fuck this chick. Like it was all really, you know, take your time, take your number, mm. that sort of thing. Take it, your number. Well, I was trying to think of like, it was like, they like all queued shop. up really well. <laughs> yeah. They all did really, really well. Um, and pretty much everyone was out by 7.30. Wow. Yeah. So there was only like a, a few, like six couples, or sorry, six people who were left by eight o'clock. So oh. everyone was, and everyone turned up by about 3.34. That's so good. So everyone was in the first two hours. Yeah. And then you had a few stragglers here and there, but the main action started off at about five. Nobody came down till seven and then it was done. Awesome. Yeah, it was a, a very smooth event. Well, then why, 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 not, why not just, if you feel like the Sunday made a difference, why not just leave it on the Sunday? I think I'll just do both. Yeah. Okay. Friday, Saturday. That sounds good though. Yeah, it was great. It sounds like when it, because sometimes like when it's so much testosterone. <laughs> it can feel very animalistic. Yeah. That, that was what I was prepared for. Like I, I rostered five people on, including mm. myself. Just because I didn't want us to get too overwhelmed and I find guys always want to have a drink and then the girls want to have a drink, but you don't want to get them too drunk. Like you just, there was a lot of balancing act normally, mm. but it was smooth. And I mean, I went out and got snack packs for everyone. Then we sat down and ate snack packs with like grilled chicken and chips on it. Like it was, I didn't think I'd have time to have dinner, but yeah. I had dinner. <laughs> it was great. So while they were sharing the meat, you guys were sharing meat downstairs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We were doing the barbecue sauce style. Delicious. <laughs> Mm. It was actually really good. He put like hummus all over it. Yep. Oh, he put his hummus on it for me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> no, the kebab store near our place is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, that, it, was a, it was a very interesting event. Um, and I, I, it was nice because it was like guys that I'd seen at the club before were on the guys' bed. Like guys who have come to like newbie nights or pendulums or other events like that. So they'd come to this event by themselves with a single guy. Yep. But they were the ones like kind of interacting with other guys mm. who I just would never have guessed they were by. Yeah. But it was lovely. It was actually a really lovely event. I was very happy. Mm. <laughs> I went home and I was like, oh, this is lovely. Everyone was so caring and sharing. Yeah. It's like there was- With no the amount of women, they're probably like, all those female holes are filled. Would you like to use mine instead? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes. I think next time I will maybe up the female tickets a bit more. Yeah. But, um, you know, there was definitely a three-to-one ratio. <laughs> it was probably four-to-one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a good, good crowd. Well, if you're saying ten, it's eight-to-one. Yeah. Four. No, seven-to-one. There's a lot to one. Eighty people, ten of them women, seven-to-one. A lot to one. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's a gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> and like, all, like literally every single one of these females here that came to the gangbang knew how to gangbang. <laughs> like that, that the they, qualification of like handling the license. dick. <laughs> well, it was like, it's a difficult thing. I know when I, I've done a gangbang, it's like your brain is just like, where the fuck, what am I touching? Like you try yep. and work it all out. But these girls are just like, one, two, one, two, like sorted. And it was like one, What two, are they one, twoing? 
and dicks. In where? Like, uh, whatever hole they have. I don't know. Whatever is available. <laughs> whatever was there. Um, but there was two chicks where they're like all tag team. And I'm like, oh my God, like you've not met each other. And you're like, let's tag team this guy. I like these bunch of guys. I'm like, fucking go for it. Like, that's sick. Like for the fact that, you know, they're both confident enough to be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have these six guys. We're going to tag team them. Let's mm. do it. I'm like, good Lord. Sounds like I should be at the next three C's party. Yeah, I think you guys would really love it. I think it'd be a good event. Like it was, I think, come to the Saturday one. I don't know why I'm saying you can come to either one. What, You're allowed to both. <laughs> I'll allow you to come. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. Thank no, you. I, it, yeah, the gangbangs, and I think it's also because this one as well, I recalled every individual guy as well. Even if they'd been to a three C's before, I made them recall me again. So I went through the whole calling process again. Oh, the screening process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. just because we haven't had one for six months, so I was like, I need to make sure their brains are refreshed on this. Yeah, are they um, any any not welcome back? No, all of them are pure gentlemen. Oh, good. Yeah, every single every single guy that came either said thank you at the door or hi, Jess, nice to see you. Or like everyone made a comment to be like, hi, thank you for the invite. Nice. It was lovely. I was, I was very happy. See, guys, a little bit of... Um, politeness and manners that's, that's that's all it takes yeah and it was such a different crowd like it was there was a massive array of different crowd mm. it was not just you know well clearly fit bods it was literally everything under the sun yeah Ooh. Ooh, somebody's coming to put the fires out mm. all right moving right thank you for all those story <laughs> times um, that was i feel like half of my stories turned into me just telling you what the event was no that's good i like it i like hearing about it yeah, I don't really do a lot of stories because I don't. I know. I you like more to hi- stories than me this time. Yeah, I like to hide behind the bar because I I don't feel like I want to invade on people's spaces. Yeah, and it's I'm getting to the point now, though, where so many people know what I'm doing upstairs now that they just go, "Lauren's here." Well, because is here. you kept saying the cop the cup check. That's on you. <laughs> like I, I but I am I'm legitimately picking up cups <laughs> slowly, and I just happened to see um, several gangbangs going on. Yeah, things things happening. Well, look. I try now really hard to get out of my comfort zone and come upstairs for at least five minutes on every event. Yeah. So if I don't find anything in the five minutes, you got nothing from me. Yeah. We got there. Two two different things. Oh. And one of them was behind a bar too. I actually just remembered something about the newbie night. I know I wasn't going to tell a particular story, but something has just come back up in my head. What happened? Who happened? Who happened? <laughs> Who was it? Tell me about it. I don't... Um, so don't there's know? this couple. Bob and Jane. Bob and Jay, gorgeous <laughs> couple, both of them, lovely, lovely people, super friendly, having a great time. Now I've got Bob, Jane, Team Art in my head. Yeah. Sorry, but keep going. Do you want to change it? Do you want it to be? Yeah, uh, no, Bob and Jane works because we've never had Bob and Jane before. Hmm. Bob and Jane's just a good, good fake name. So Bob <laughs> and Jane, anyway, Jane had these amazing, amazing silver shorts on. Now probably if Jane does listen to this, she knows exactly who <laughs> she is right there. Um, they were sort of like high-waisted but really short shorts, so almost like, I mean, I guess. So they were like boy legs. Yeah. Where they kind of come up a little bit under the ass. Yeah, I mean, imagine just. Brazilians? Huh? Brazilian shorts? I don't know. Where your ass hangs out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, the girls understand this. Brazilian shorts. They were great shorts. And <laughs> she was getting compliments the whole night, not just from me, but from everyone. Like, <laughs> like say, how you just say that, not just from me. <laughs> not just from me. Uh, and she was at the point where it was like, I don't know if I want to take them off now. I get so many compliments. And I just said, no, I think you'll be fine if you take them off as well. Anyway, she did. 
and she was still getting the compliments. Anyway, when I was doing a cup check upstairs, <laughs> this particular couple was the guy was in between the two orgy beds uh, against the wall between the most used bed and the other, mm-hmm. probably the second used, most used bed. Um, he was getting a blowjob from her and some other woman that I, she was in white lingerie or something. I don't know. I was just like, ooh. And that's when I noticed the shorts were coming off. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> but I was moving so quick through that I did a bit of a double take, but then just had to keep going because. You actually had to pick up cups. Yeah, it was busy. There was a lot of, there was a lot of cups everywhere. Yeah, I find newbie nights. God damn it, everyone. Cups are everywhere. <laughs> they do that on purpose for you, Lawrence. Yeah, just why so can't... you have an excuse to go up there, but you also have to work. No, but like just put down one cup so I can do a token effort, but not actually have to do so much work that I can't stop and watch. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm glad that newbie night was a success. Mm. Yeah. A successfully sexy night. Yeah. And when I said that, oh, you look, you look just as great without the shorts on, it was almost like she, she thought, oh, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't, <laughs> you recognised me without my shorts on because that's all I was looking at. I was like, no, no. No, no, I looked up and down. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Bob and Jane, they did well. Bob, Jane, T-Mart. Yeah. And they had an audience, actually. This was the other thing. Like, that's probably why I didn't just stop as well. There was literally them doing that threesome blowjob and that was it. The entire room was just watching them. I do find it a little bit like I love doing the double double teaming on a guy because it's just like it's so much fun because it's like especially the female energy you work off each other. But sometimes it's like, how do you both stick the dick in your mouth at the same time? I'm mm. like, so then you have to go for the balls, and it's like, I mean, not not an issue. Like, there's a lot to go. You around. just pick a side and just pick a side and slide up and down. <laughs> yes, I do find that. Um, and if you're, your that's my only issue. I'm like over his penis. Oh well. I see, but I'm always the one that wants the dick. So I'm like, <laughs> the girl has to want the other balls. I'm like, okay. I want the penis. You go for the balls. You go for the gooch. That's yeah. why, like, there was that other story. The I think it was probably last year night where she the 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 girlfriend was taking the dick and the other girl was just buried in the asshole, just giving a yeah the rusty trombone was yeah <laughs> was we have a friend like that where she's like i'll always go down on a guy and just like lick his gooch i'm like sweet i'm on the dick <laughs> you enjoy babe i love you <laughs> gooch gang yeah. gucci gang baby it's a great tag teaming <laughs> she does so well oh uh, shit well um, well not shit hopefully not no 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 she's yeah. she's excellent i've yeah. watched her Several times. All right. Moving right along. Uh, we're going to go into questions. We have some questions. We haven't done this for a little while. Yes. But we do have a couple of questions come from a lovely couple and they just wanted some... Clarification. Mm. Yes. So the question was, what happens on a regular night for a newbie and what happens on a regular night for a regular? So somebody who's been to the club, what's the difference? Like we talk a lot about newbies and how, <clears> you know what we do for newbies, but, you know, what's the difference in experiences? Well, the first difference is for a newbie couple, uh, they're going to get a tour when they get to the club. That's mm-hmm. that's the first point. So they're going to have more interaction with staff first off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you have to leave that in the podcast. Lawrence <laughs> just did this inner burp. It was fucking hilarious. It was weird. That felt weird. That was some of the coffee coming and I was like, we don't normally give Lawrence coffee, but I bought him one this morning. So yeah. now he's all burpy. <laughs> Go. Uh, that's, the, that's the main initial difference. If you're a regular customer coming in, it's just like, get the fuck in there. We don't care about you. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, we're not. This is why I do the door. Uh, no, I do the door too. Yeah. Um, 
And, well, I mean, it's great. Like, I, I think the staff, we secretly love it when it's regulars because it's sort of like, oh, God, we don't, have to, we don't have to go up and down doing tours and all that. You know what? I haven't done a tour in this venue for over a year. Guess that's about to change tonight. Then, isn't it? <laughs> Guess who just nominated themselves for tour duty? That's fine. <laughs> it's going to be the first night I'm not on the door too, so that's fair. You do get rusty on it. Like you got to have your the, oh, the, I, the spiel ready. And the only reason I kind of remember it is when we do the newbies tours. Yeah. Because I go upstairs, and that's why I sit them all down because I'm like step by step by step by step. Mm. Yeah. Uh. So and it, okay, what's the differences? Well, I like, think one like once we give them the tour. Uh, and then just sometimes, on occasion, we can do a bit of, I wouldn't say matchmaking, but introductions to people that we think that they might get along with. Mm. Um, and saying, hey, Bob and Jane, this is uh, <laughs> Stu and Joe, and whatever, if there's a group thing happening. Because sometimes, you know, people can just sort of wallflower it, sit in the corner, and just they, they feel completely uncomfortable, which is, which is to be expected because it can be nerve-wracking yeah, yeah. coming in here. Uh, so if you're making those introductions, it's fine. And just checking in with them. I think, you know, uh, our staff are really good at following up with people, seeing how they're, how they're tracking throughout the night, uh, if, if, if it's what they expected, if they have any questions. I, I You know, I think uh, over the week of the newbie night that just happened, you know, I, I did see our staff really interacting with, with, the, with the couples, which was great because mm. there was – clear conversations that they were having like because one of them were one particular couple uh sorry woman was really unsure about what she yeah what she wanted to do even yeah i get that Uh, and approaching i think she wanted to approach another woman and she didn't know what was the etiquette yeah it can be hard as well especially when it's like you've never done something like this before even with us telling you how things can go it's still on yourself and how to do it and how you do it and how you feel comfortable. Yeah, and she was extremely self-conscious. She didn't. She thought she was unattractive and didn't have a didn't have a good body or anything like that. Which oh, was that's unfortunate. Completely not the case. I was like, I don't know what you see in the mirror. Women always have self doubts, though. We're very harsh and critical on each other. Yeah, or I, mean, I think a lot of people do, but like this was. For the amount of like self consciousness that she had, I was like, "Wow, this is you. It's completely there's a complete disparity here." Um, whereas the regulars, I think, it's kind of like coming to your regular bar. It's yeah. like you come in, you know, the bartender, and you're like, "Hey, Joe, how's it going?" Like you just yeah. you know people, so you automatically feel more confident. Like I, I know for one, I will happily go back to a bar that I've been twelve times over going to a new bar. If I'm in a mood where I like, I just want to feel confident and comfortable. Yep. And no, I want to get this quality of this drink. Yeah. Like, I do hear a lot like the more experienced couples, just, they can guide the conversation a little bit more. Mm. It's not like they're, they're telling them what to do, but they just sort of, you can just hear just in the, you know, the bits that I walk past, like just the way they're talking to them. It's sort of. Yeah. They're better at directing the conversation towards sexier stuff. Yeah. And rather just. Rather than every mundane stuff. Yeah, and then moving along to to playing, uh, that's uh, I guess maybe a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, I think these newbie nights are, are, are changing as well, where play is happening much much sooner. I think it's also it helps having it early on. Like I love the seven till midnight finish. Yeah, but even not. Oh, no, I'm not even saying thing. like early as in actual real time. I'm talking about within the, the time of the party starting. Like we're talking about within. 
90 minutes or... Well, I think our talks tour. were getting them all sextified. Mm. Yeah, so maybe the, maybe the tours and all that help, like, when there's a cohesive group and they just sort of move along together. They've already made introductions. Yeah, I was going to say, I find, like, when I do my tours with my groups, I can see the clear grouping of each of them. Like, I, we normally have, like, 12 to 14 people per tour and I can see the little grouping of each section... And I can always see like two couples talking to each other because it's, you know, everyone's nervous and they're all feeding off that nervous energy and they go, oh, she said this. <laughs> and they like all four of them laugh. And I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing about? I'm yeah. awesome. Yeah, don't laugh at my tour, bitch. Kick your ass. It's fine. My tours are funny. What else is a difference between a newbie and a regular couple? That was all I could really think of, to be honest. Yeah. You know what? We'll find a regular and as, get them on here. As a and regular they can talk couple, about it. it is your responsibility to show the newbies what to do. Jesus. <laughs> we will be getting some regulars on here anyway. Yeah, we'll, so. get, we'll, get we'll ask them the question. What's yeah. the difference between your first time and your now current time? We'll stamp their hand. It's just like you are, you're required to do some work. We'll wristband them. Mm. Actually, some of the couples who have been here quite regularly will do tours with newbie couples. Yeah, that's probably because they find them hot and they just want to yeah. get first dibs. <laughs> Greedy bastards. <laughs> nah, go for gold. It takes it off my hands. Yeah. All right. I think that's... Do you have anything else to add to that? No. I'm now I'm just eating. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to summarise, the only difference... The differences between newbie couple and the regular couple is newbie couples will get a bit more attention from the staff initially, help maybe help make in, uh, introductions. Regular couples, they're kind of left to their own devices. But they, <laughs> pick, they pick up the, the people who are either new or they can start that conversation a lot uh, quicker. quicker with other people. Yes. Other awesome. than that, like most people know how to adult and it's really it's all adulting sure. in here, just talking and and did you just lose a tooth? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> no, I didn't lose a tooth. Jess I was had... picking her teeth and then I, No, I had something caught a... in it and it just anyway. Okay. It was You're right? Yeah, it really hurt. But all right. Okay. <laughs> Before I break down and die. Let's move along to bribery. Yes. Lawrence's <laughs> second favourite part. Dun, 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 dun. Now for bribery. My God, we actually have a soundtrack where you can put on mm. and you consistently want to use your voice. So, so, for those who don't know, uh, this little section is us asking for a five-star rating review on iTunes. iTunes specifically because that seems to be the only place where you can leave a rating and a review. And we can bribe you. And we can bribe you. <laughs> you can leave ratings on other platforms like Spotify. Five stars is super lovely. Thank you very much because nice. we've got heaps so far. So whoever's, we have. So whoever's listening on Spotify, we thank you. I'm a Spotify listener. Yeah. I, I must admit I've given us five stars on Spotify. But. I hope so. <laughs> Freaking hell. <laughs> if you gave us four stars, Lawrence, you're not allowed on. No, I gave it a one just to bring down the average <laughs> so it looked more authentic. <laughs> so moving right along, the one I've chosen today comes from Jack and Raz. So um, a recap of the night, truly laughed out loud is the title. Truly lulled. Lulled. So, stumbled on the podcast from friends that said, hey, they're talking about you. Came for a personal mention. What? Stayed for a fun and exciting podcast. So, this couple we've talked about. Um, Great to hear the other stories and recaps of the month in the life of OSS. Can't wait to listen to the back catalogue. Can't wait. um, Can't recommend Jess and Lawrence's podcast and OSS enough. Great work, guys. J&R. Well, guys, I kind of have a hint or feeling of who you are, but I'm not 100% sure. You do? Yes. yes I don't yes. know. Oh. We've spoken about a lot of people. Yes, we do talk about a lot of stories. Mm. 
a lot of antidotal stories. Anecdotal. Anecdotal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Jack and Raz, thank you very much for the five-star rating review. Yes. On iTunes. Message in us. In case that wasn't clear. <laughs> Get in touch with us. Get in our touch with us. Oh, not. At info at oursecretspot.com.au. You think uh, the coffee would have helped you? I think it's made me worse because I'm tongue-tied. Oh, you get too I'm hyped. talking too fast. Too hyped. That's fine. Coffee helps me. So, yeah, jump on, guys. Send us through the little screenshot. I think I know who you guys are, so you can text it to me on Instagram because um, I think we have chats there anyway. Wow. Um, if not, um, anyone else who'd like to contact us, you can find us on all the social media platforms for Our Secret Spot. So that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can email us and bug us on info at oursecretspot.com.au. You can send us through a contact form line. You can call us on 0478 131 769 or just come tell us in person at the next time you visit OSS. Also, don't forget we do have an online members area. Yes. So you can jump on there, uh, create a login, uh, purchase the membership plan for six or 12 months and that way you can meet people virtually. Yes, uh, because we have over 800 members on there currently. Yeah. So you can chat, <laughs> share pictures, uh, arrange meetups, arrange yes. times to come to the club, all those kind of good things. Yes. It's been going well. I log in from time to time and just observe the, the filth. Lawrence is, <laughs> yeah. Lawrence is very good at that. I'm the one that filters through your filth on and, the back end. And, and, I, and occasionally like, ooh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I clean the filth up, you look at it. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Thanks again for listening to us ramble on, guys. Yeah, next fortnight we're going to be having on our guest podcast. Ooh, and there. Should we tease them? Oh, they like. They own a swingers club as well, yes. also based in Australia. Yes. So we're going to have. And they're a foursome. They're a foursome. So, but we're only going to have two of the foursome that are the owners of the club. And we've actually already been on TV with these guys before. Oh, dropping more hints. Ooh, if you guys can figure it out, let us know. Yeah, bonus points if you can figure it out ahead of time. Yes. Maybe, ooh, maybe we can do little Oop. prizes. <laughs> yes. You get a free cuddle from Lawrence if you... Oh, my God. If you get a cuddle from Lawrence, good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's why it's so special. Yeah. Lawrence doesn't It's cuddle. way more valuable than three inches of the club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, we're going to jump off before Lawrence starts offering more. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the cuddle. Just a nice, you know... Excellent. Well, nice platonic cuddle. Again, guys, thank you. Um, and I hope you listen to our next one soon. We'll see you in a fortnight on Hump Day. Bye. Ciao.